Okay, so holding in Twitter, uh, starting the first chalik of uh, the progression of our davening, we spoke about how we start with Brachas Karbanus, which is connected to Eilam Asiyah, then we get to Psokhalizim, which is connected to Eilam Yitzir, like we spoke about, then the third stage we get to is Rikos Krishma, which is connected to Eilam Abriya, the Kisya Kavad, then eventually we get to Shemane Esrei, which is connected to Kodesh HaKadoshim, or we call connected to Eilam Atzilus. What does that mean? So we understand, firstly, the connection between the two is the Mishnah, as already pointed out in Nef Shachayim, that he says that when a person davens from Esra, the Mishnah says, Yechavin is libo, yikenegid by Eskot Shachadoshim. And therefore, it's not just that a person should face the direction of the Kodesh Shachadoshim, the way Nef Shachayim explains it, is Yechavin is libo, that he should machavin as if he's in the Kodesh Shachadoshim. And the idea of facing Kodesh Shachadoshim is just to give me the, 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 the a direction that, Ki'ilu, that's where I'm standing uh, when I'm davening from Esra, it's a gather of standing. It's a gather of standing in the Kodesh Hakadosh, which is betzim, where the makom of Hashem is. And therefore, there's a concept of a person feeling he's standing in front of Hashem. He's only with Hashem when he davens. How does this apply to Olam uh, Atzilus? So we, we understand when we're talking about the other levels, is levels which are intermediaries that Hashem uses to influence the world to do things in this world. Whereas you're talking about the level of Atzilus, that's HaKadosh Baruch deciding. So HaKadosh Baruch deciding, and when Hashem decides, He puts into action through the various Malachim, through the various forces that He's created, in order to implement His decisions. But the decision process is Hashem alone, and that's what we call Olam Atzilus. HaKadosh Baruch deciding, HaKadosh Baruch choosing what to do. And that's why we've spoken about this many times, that even though Malachim have power in the sense that Hashem authorizes them to do things in this world, and Hashem gives them the the, the kalim to bring down whatever whatever chef, whatever brach, whatever chaim uh, it is to this world, but they're not deciding, they're agents. They're being given a mission, they're sent on a mission. So there's nothing to ask them for because they can't decide. The decision-making process is completely up to Hashem, as we call the and that is the fact that HaKadosh Baruch decides. HaKadosh Baruch decides based on Western what Hashem wants and therefore any concept of tefillah which means any concept of asking for something has to go to Hashem himself the, the, just like we said there's no, there's no point uh, speaking to a piece of machinery even if it's a machine which is going to print the verdict that you can't appeal to the machine the machine does what it's told to do but it doesn't make a decision you have to speak to the person who can make a decision the same thing in the world of Ruchnius to appeal to a malach or to a spiritual koyach it might be a malach and it might have a koyach and it might do something but it doesn't decide what to do the decision comes from Hashem and therefore requests can only be made to Hashem Misa. and that we spoke about a lot of times that the mistake of the Oedah of is they saw the malachim as being forces which had power which is true but you can't dive into them you can't dive into them because it's not up to them to decide what to do and therefore the idea of Shemun Esrei is when we own with Hashem, it means that now we have the opportunity to ask for requests. Because now we, we, we're talking to Hashem, who's the one who decides. So now's the time to, 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 to approach Hashem with what we're asking for, because this is what's going to make a difference. Because the Baruch is the one who can make decisions. The Baruch is the one who can decide based on what we do. And uh, that's the point of Shemun Esrei, which answers the question which is often asked, and that is, why when we get to the highest level of Tvila, so that we should be thinking about Vekas, we should be thinking about spiritual things. Why is now the time to ask for all the things we need to? Because the most of Shemun Esrei, like you're going to see, 
is bakasha, is requests for physical things too. And the answer is that Adarabha, the understanding that when you're going to ask for something, it has to be to Hashem because there's no one else to ask. So of course, if we have the opportunity to talk to Hashem directly, so we understand very simply that that's what we're going. If, we, if there is something to ask, now is the time to do it because uh, now, now that we have the audience, so to speak, what the, what the one is able to listen, uh, who's listening is able to decide. That's the background, and therefore the point of Shemayim is it's uh, it's the ability we have to talk to Hakadosh Baruch directly in the sense that. Uh, we that we refer to him as the one who makes decisions based on what we ask him for, based on what we deserve, and uh, so therefore, if we want something to happen, so now's the time to to ask Hashem because this this is where it's going to get decided. The other parts of Twitter which are describing the system Hashem put into place, we don't ask for questions then. It's not we ask for something because there's nothing to ask for. At that level, that's just a, a, acting out what Hashem has already decided. It's only here when we can talk to Hashem and Hashem is deciding, so then you have, a, then you have the opportunity to ask for something and it's going to, so to speak, and it could change or make, have a, be a fact in Hashem's decision. And now the next question is, and this is a general question in Tefillah, which we always speak about in the fifth Iker, which is the Iker of understanding that you went to Davin, but we're talking about Tefillah, it's an important place to speak about it as well. And that is, it's true that HaKadosh Baruch decides. But why does Tefillah change that? Why does Tefillah change that? And let's give the marshal in the physical sense. Let's say a person is on trial and based in. A person is on trial and based in. Based in deciding, do you do something wrong or not do something wrong? So how do based in the judge? They look for witnesses. They decide, they, they try and understand what happened. And based in that, they apply the, this is, the, this is what you did, this is the halacha. So imagine if the, the person, the defendant, would turn to the based and say, listen, I know you're the ones deciding what's going to be with me. So let me give you a drush and explain to you why you should be more lenient. Based on, I'm not even going to waste the time listening to him. Because the amnesty doesn't make a difference. If you, if you can explain to us something which is going to change the facts of the case, we're interested in listening to you. If you come to give us drushes and to beg for mercy, it doesn't, based on that, listen to drushes like that. If we have clear, a clear case that you're guilty and that you're high, we're going to make, we're going to high you. Uh, wherever the basin are judging, whether it's a case of nefashis or it's a case of mamanis, what's the difference? If there's a clear money case and uh, this Edelson is a tiny against him that he owes money, so the fact that he comes and gives us drushes about how hard, how hard things are for him and how much he's struggling and how much he's in debt, it's not going to change anything. Because if halakha is yichai, yichai. If halakha is yipati, yipati. Like the Rabbi Akiva says a number of times in the Mishnahis, and he's right, he says that the Ein Merachim in Bedin. There's no racham in Medin. If, we, if we're judging, then there's not the time to appeal for mercy. The decision has to be MS and the decision has to be fair. And, uh, the, and that's we understand. And the obvious question based on that is, so it's true HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides. It's true HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes decisions. But the, Hashem makes decisions based on the Mishpat, based on the MS. So what's Tzvila going to help? What's really going to help? Al-Qadikah, we even said more that there's nothing to us to say. Because everything is, like we say in Shana, Hashem, you know everything. You can see, you know, you understand. You, you, everything is open, everything is revealed. So all that's necessary is Hashem to decide. And, and uh, Hashem decides based on what the MS is. So where's the Makkum for Twitter? Where's the Makkum for Twitter? Why, is it, why if we aren't going to ask for something, is that going to change 
what's Ba'atsim, what's, what's the correct thing, what Hashem wants to do. And Al-Qadaykach, we can even pose the question in a sharper way and say, if Hashem is willing to change what's right, because we davened, it's Ki'ilu Hashem is being bribed. Because we ask nicely, Hashem is Ki'ilu prepared to, uh, to do something which isn't the right thing to do. How does that make sense? It obviously can't be like that. So how do you understand? What do we, it's true Hashem decides, and it's true we now have the opportunity to speak to the judge of the sides. But what are you going to say to him? We're going to explain to him what our intention was, that it was, it was a mistake, it was a mistake, he knows that already. We're going to ask him something which we don't deserve, we don't deserve. So what are we diving for? So... Again, again, this this is more again, like I said, to the ikram of emun and the tefillah. But since we're discussing shulansre, it's worth repeating the, the the two main yisurim here as well. And they are number one. There's two kinds of tefillah. There's two kinds of tefillah. The one kind of tefillah is something which be'etzim a person Hashem is clear that the person is meant to get. A lot of times, the Hashem is willing to give. And Hashem decides the person does deserve something. But the Chiddush here is, is that even things which on Mitzar Echot, a person is found in the basin Shemaira that he deserves to get, and Hashem is willing to give him. But Hashem made a system that you're not going to get if you didn't ask. And therefore what I'm asking for isn't to change the, the, the Gzardin, or for Hashem to change his mind and give me something that he didn't want to. Here we talk about something Hashem did want to give me. And Hashem decided I should get. But the, the way the system works is that even those things which Hashem wants to give you, you're only going to get if you daven for. You're only going to get if you daven for. And therefore the point of tefillah isn't to change anything. The point of tefillah is as a way to be able to receive what Hashem wants to give me. And if you want to prove for this, we have it in the Torah. The Apostle says, Hashem brought Adam Arishan to Gan Eden. So it wasn't the beautiful, like, lush vegetation with all the flowers and the plants that we imagine uh, Gan Eden is meant to be. No, Hashem took Adam to Gan Eden and Gan Eden was... A dry desert, just sand. Why? Nothing had grown yet. Why nothing grown? The pasuk says, "Kedahim to Hashem and Hakim alaret." It hadn't grown, hadn't grown. Even though all the seeds were in the ground, nothing grew. And why had nothing grown? Because of Adam and Adam hadn't davened for that. Which means it wasn't that now Adam davened. Hashem had to change his mind and say, "I really didn't want it to rain, Adam, but because you davened, I'm changing my mind." That obviously wasn't the case. Hashem did want it to rain. He, that was part of the system, except. It was based, uh, even though it was what Hashem wanted to happen, it was waiting for Adam to daven to allow it to happen. And when Adam davens, it wasn't changing anything. The, the way Hashem wanted it to be was, when you daven, that's what I'm going to send it. And that applies to a lot of things that a person could get also. They're available for a person, except he never comes to, he never comes to ask for them. So Hashem is clear for him to take. And then the, the dogma would not be the question of coming to change Hashem's mind or ask him to do something he doesn't want to do. It's the other way around. It's to come and collect what he wants to give you. And I always talk about the lottery winners who never come with their tickets to claim the prizes. They don't have to do anything. It's there. It's waiting for you. And it's the same idea over here. There's a certain chalik of tefillah which it doesn't need to change something with tefillah. We just have to ask. And now the question is, why, why, does, it, why does Hashem build it like that? If Hashem decides a person is meant to get something, just give it to him. Why, why are you making it based on the fact you want him to ask first in order to give it? And the reason for this Ramchal says it's not really a double pashat. And that is, if Hashem would just give before people ask, then no one would think of thanking him. No one would realize it's coming from him. Whereas if it's a situation, a person has to ask. And now that he asks, the Kaddish Baruch gives him, so then people realize it comes from Hashem. 
and you know, the, 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 the point of Rashim is giving it, people should realize that he's giving them, they should build that, uh, that, that relationship with that dependency on Hashem. There wouldn't be if Hashem would just give us everything straight away without our asking. And if you want a marshal for that, of course, a baby who's too small to understand anything. So sure, a parent looks after the baby, gives them everything they need even before they ask, because you don't expect them to understand anyway. But when a child's a bit older, and then, then it's not always a chachma to have everything ready for before he even asks for it. Uh, he'll think that kiddo that uh, left the hotel where everything's provided for him automatically. Uh, not, sometimes, even if I'm, I'm willing to give him, but let him ask. Let him, let him realize that something we should ask for and come and say, can I have and I'll agree and appreciate that. It, it helps build the relationship. And when the child's old enough to understand that, so then I'm not going to have everything prepared even before you ask for it. Again, I'm waiting, willing to give him. But I, I want him to come and to ask me for it so that, that way he'll realize I'm giving because he asked and that, that'll build a, a connection, it'll build a, a, a relationship between us. And so most of Twitter is in that category too. You make a gen- uh, general no, because then a person doesn't appreciate anything. It becomes too generalized. So therefore, the idea of it being specific is when a person realizes this is what I need, I'm asking Hashem for, and then when I get it, so I can appreciate each area where that's going to be. So that's, that's the first part of Twitter. That's the first part of Twitter, and that's normally the case because normally Hakadosh Baruch Hu does want to give a person. Normally it's not that Hashem doesn't want to give a person, Hashem does. And if Hashem wants to give the person, so then it's just based on the person asking. So you come and ask. Like the Pasuk says, Ask them, you'll get it. Uh, so that's the one kind of tefillah. That's the one kind of tefillah which doesn't need kibiyach, uh, like you know, so that means, but it doesn't need to change Hashem's mind. It's just a question of asking for something that better you meant to get. When you ask for it, you'll get it. Sorry? So that's the marshal I gave before. We're talking about the baby who, you, don't, you know, anyway, he's not going to be able to understand. So there's no point waiting to hold him back until he asks an answer because he won't be able to. So, of course, there are millions of people in the world who don't know who Hashem is and have no shaykhs. Yeah, Hashem will give them also what he wanted to give them because there's no point waiting, waiting for Twitter. They're not going to daven. They don't know to, how to daven. But we're talking about people who can daven and do recognize Hashem. So Hashem has an Indian in waiting for them to daven because that's going to help them that's going to, and then we see this the Gemara which is always quoted by the man when the Kodesh Baruch wants to give the man to Kala Yisrael every day there has to be a new man and uh, it's a lot of Nisim every day the whole nights of the man and the Gemara said that Rabbi Shema Yechai's Talmudim asked him why the Hashem is just in one time man it him for a week for a month for a year whatever it's going to be why do you have to do the nights again and again and again and Rabbi Shema Yechai's answer was because if Hashem would do that then people would come and daven once a year or once a month, you know, when they still have all the months stored in their stores, they don't need to ask, they need to ask for anything. But the fact that every day they wake up with that month means every day they, they have to be reliant on the fact that Hashem is going to give them. Which means the point was Hashem didn't want to give them the month. He did. He gave it to them for 40 years without a day's break. Except he wanted it to come from a point of them realizing that they needed Hashem to give them, and then, he, then they would appreciate it, and he did. And that's the primary point of Tefillah, and which is why, according to the Rishonim, and there's a mitzvah that writes like the Raman, to daven every day, that's why it's a chiv every day. Because since uh, Hashem wants that person to come to that realization that I need Hashem to give me and it's something I need and what I'm asking Him for, so that, that builds that, that daily awareness. It builds a daily awareness. And on that, we, we, we achieve badavani. So yes, we have the opportunity to ask. And the point of that is really to understand that 
what we need comes from Hashem, and when we ask Him, we get it. That's the simple, for, the simple Mahalik uh, which doesn't have to change anything. Now, for most people, that's true for most of the time. Because like I said, most times Hashem does want to give. And uh, it's just a question of the person realizing that. The person asking, and then Hashem will give it. But there is a second kind of tefillah also. And that's a tefillah which the Gemara says can change something. Can be, uh, uh, Hashem didn't want to give a person something, or Hashem decided they should get punished. And now we know when a person gets sick or is facing a problem, and then the, the first recourse is davening. And now we have the question again. And that is, if everything's going well, and a person's davening for Hashem to keep it up and look after him, so that's probably things Hashem wants to do anyway. So the tefillah will get accepted, of course. You, you're realizing it, you're appreciating it, Hashem will give you. But those times when a person suffers a setback, those times when a person is seriously ill, those times when a person doesn't, can see that he's being punished, and things aren't going the way they should, so now obviously our, our first line of uh, what we try to do is try diving as well. And now we can ask the question again, what's Twitter going to change? What's Twitter going to change? If it was decided that Hashem decided that this person should be sick, so why, am I, why is the fact that I'm diving going to change Hashem's decision? If that's what he deserves, and Hashem decided that was the right thing for him, that's what he deserved. So because I said, no, please, Hashem, please, I don't want it. So I said, oh, okay, then it's okay. Uh, there was a reason why Hashem decided he should be punished. So you're going back to the question we asked before. In cases like that, what's the point of tefillah? In cases like that, what's the point of asking for something? When I understand that Hashem didn't give it to me randomly, He gave it to me because He decided that, so it was the right thing to give me. And if it's a punishment, then uh, unfortunately Hashem decided that He deserved to be punished. So if it was a decision, then it was deserved. So the fact that I, I kind of said, please, Hashem, please, don't take it away from me. Why, why is it going to change something? Why is it going to change something? So the answer is like this. We gave the marshal before the based in. Like we said, the based in don't listen to Josh's uh, requests for, for clemency from the Nidan. They judge the halacha, that's what halacha is, and that's it. But what's the difference between how Hashem judges? The Yisrael is like this. Based in judge, is a, based in judge an incident. Like Baruch judges a person. There's a very big difference. When Beistin decides to, or they're judging a case, they're interested in one thing only. The incident which we're judging, what happens? We don't want to, we're not asking, is he a good guy, is he not a good guy, what other mitzvahs has he done in his life, you know, uh, what kind of potential does he have to achieve in the future. Uh, that's not Beistin's domain, they have no way of knowing that anyway. Beistin's interested in one thing only. Did he do it or didn't he do it? And we're judging, we're judging the incident which happened. So if, some, if two people drag them to base and, and say, we witnessed this guy eating trap. So now we don't want to know his history, we don't want to know uh, what other mitzvahs he did that day, we don't want to know what his plans are for next year. We want to know one thing, is it true or is it not true? And if it's not true that he ate trap, we're going to give you Malchus. And, and we don't, we, there's nothing else to talk about. We judge the incident. And similarly, it would be a case of mominus, and the case is that uh, two witnesses saw that he smashed his neighbor's car, and they're going to make you pay for whatever the damages are. The fact is this, I don't have the money, I can't afford it, I'll go into debt. I was going to use that money to pay my kids the cheder. What's the difference? We're judging the case. What happened? What was the incident? And that's what we decide. The, the bigger picture doesn't interest Basti. So there's nothing to say to them. You can only discuss the incident, yes, no, and what's the halach. When it comes to Hashem, Hashem doesn't judge incidents. Hashem judges people. And therefore, when Hashem is looking at a person, yes, He's looking at what the person did right, He's looking at what the person did wrong. He's looking at what the person's holding, He's looking at what the person's going to do in the future. Uh, when Hashem makes the din, it's a judgment on the person. It's a judgment on the person, and then the din is going to be based on 
what's, where's the person holding and what does the person deserve? Now, if that's the case, so then it opens up a Pesach Vasadatha. Because we say, Hashem, if you're judging me as a person, then based on that, you're deciding what I deserve. Well, I can change as a person. Uh, that will change the factors. It will change the factors. So maybe beforehand, it's true that based on the person I was, you decided the right thing was to punish me. But what happens if I change? I become a better person. A different person. So now you have to judge again. Because now maybe the new me isn't, doesn't deserve to be punished. Again, a basin can't do that. Because what the, if you're judging the, the incident which happened, that's not going to change. What was, was. What happened, happened. You have to judge the, case, well, the, 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 the story which we, we're discussing in Basin. Hashem doesn't judge incidents. Hashem judges people. And people can change. And if people can change, then that Be'etzim, that Be'etzim goes back to Hashem. And now, now that the person has changed, is the previous thing you gave still valid? Or maybe that was for the person that he was then. But now that a person's done so much difference, now that changes the balance. And if you're going to judge him again, if you're going to judge him again, so then maybe things will come out different. But we're going back to the question. The question which people always have in turn, it's an important question, the question of Imana, is how does it help to daven? If Hashem judged us and decided what to do, and Hashem is always right, so it was right. So what does it help to daven? And the answer is, we can't change Hashem's mind. We never will. Hashem does what's right, and if it's right, it stays right. What we can change is ourselves. And if we've changed ourselves, that changes the factors. And therefore, what we can ask is Hashem, maybe things have changed on the scales, and therefore, can He judge us again? Because maybe this time the, the stuff will be different. Not because Hashem has changed His mind, but because the circumstances have changed, and now, given the new, the, the new circumstances of which they are, so that they're looking at different. And therefore, it's not just the of davening, it's the of doing more mitzvahs, it's the of giving more tzedakah, whatever, doing tshuva, obviously, whatever it's going to be that a person can add to the equation, which is going to shift the balance of how Hashem judges the person, Okay, so you want to retrial based on the new person you are now. Hashem is willing to judge you again. And if he does, and, and the result will be different, then Hashem will change the din. But it's not that we've changed the, the din before. The din before was right for the person you were before. That's the second point of Tefillah. And once again, we said, you can only address the Tzedakah to Hashem, because only HaKadosh Baruch can make that decision. And therefore Tefillah, which is a request, has to be to Hashem. And the, and the request is that even if Hashem previously you judged me as undeserving, maybe things have changed. There's one more point in those questions. And then this doesn't just apply to a person who is suffering, who feels he's being punished, and asking him to stop it. It's even if I've davened for something and I wasn't answered. So people can ask the question also, I davened, it didn't work. Why should I daven again? So the answer is, if it was in category one, which is things Hashem wants to give you, he's just waiting for you to ask, then it would, then it would have worked. For the person that Hashem wants him to get engaged as soon as, he's, as soon as he goes out. So it doesn't take more than one twinner. Now, Shira comes out, please look at the Shrok, give me the Shrok, well, let's sail smoothly through, and next week they engage. If, if that's what Hashem planned for the person, so then it doesn't take more than one twinner. Ask, and you'll get it. Hashem's waiting to give it to you. But sometimes the person dives and tries and asks, and it doesn't happen, nothing happens. And the question is, why should I keep trying? I tried, I asked, it didn't happen. So I'm going to ask again. Obviously, Hashem decided no. And the answer to that is, the person hoped for Hashem to tell them he davened and nothing happened I davened I tried nothing happened so what's our, what do we tell the person to do try again and doesn't look again why is it going to help I asked didn't get it and the answer is Hashem didn't say never Hashem said no remember that line Hashem didn't say never. Hashem said no. Right now the answer is no. 
If we change, that's a different question. We can discuss it again. And therefore, it's not just David again. It's Chazek Yametzibecha. Work on your Bitochen. Work on your Emona. Make it still stronger. And now, you can try again. Maybe now that's enough to change things. And if you're not going to get an answer this time either, then again, Hashem didn't say never. Hashem said no. Maybe later on when you've done more and you deserve it, then Hashem will say yes. And we can keep trying. Because we don't know what the tipping point is. We don't know what the scale is that when you've done enough, then Hashem will say, okay, now you deserve it, Hashem will say yes. And uh, the chesed is, Hashem is always, always willing to retry. Every time we dive in, he's willing, to discuss, he's willing to go through the cheshbon again and decide again. It's not because this time we decided this case, don't bring it back to me again. No. I decided for the, the, the you then. If that could change, well, okay, we'll discuss it again. There'll be a new xer, a, a, a new decision based on the you now. And if the, if, if the, the person as he is now is still, aren't still going to be not, so then that's again, until you change again. And when you change again, try again. Maybe then you'll get it. And that's why the Indian of Yachs, uh, uh, the Gemara says, in spite of Aina and Yachs of Yispada. The person davened, he wasn't answered. So don't give up. The, the, the Eitzah is, daven again. And we do a few more mitzvahs first. Maybe Chazak Yobitachet, but Chazak Yamasibachet, daven again. It's just a question of, at what stage will the balance change? Hashem is willing to say yes. And that's something which, again, that's only the Yad Hashem. Only Hashem knows the answer to that. Yeah, and he's the one who's, who can see the whole picture and, and make that make that decision for for a person. Yeah. No. Hashem doesn't judge. says in the voice. Hashem doesn't judge based on his idea. Hashem judges based on, on what's happened now. And therefore, Hashem knows the month will become better. And Hashem knows that he'll answer you there. I've seen this shot, but they, they made it sound like the tefillah is going to change me. Rabbi's name more making it sound like I'm going to do other things that change me. And then, Agav, we're going to dive in. Tefillah, also, tefillah can also change me, but it's not just tefillah. Everything I do changes me. It's not more tshuva than nice tefillah? For sure, it changes the person even more. Tefillah can change a person too, but it's not just tefillah. Everything acts to change a person, everything acts to, to, to change, shift the balance. Like we said, in the Pasuk Abrot, it's Kavad Hashem, Chazak V'yamitzivach, work in the Bitach. That also changes the person, and then Kavad, then you can try that again. He's punishing me, if Hashem's punishing me because I'm doing a certain day, he wants me to do true, but he doesn't want me to necessarily work on my moon. 100%. 100%. That's why I said, if I didn't get what I wanted yet, so it might not be a punishment, it just might not be I don't yet deserve it. So I'll try harder. We'll get to what you do deserve. The Hashem's punishing me. Then for sure, part of the Cheshbon has to be, what, can, what am I doing wrong? And what can I change? And what other schusim can I add? In order to shift the balance, that, is, that, that will change the din as well. Okay, so that's the background. Shmonesra is, we're talking to Hashem, the Hashem who decides. The one who makes the decisions. And the background to that is to understand that now's a chance to ask for something because now you have the ear of the judge, so to speak, who's going to decide what's going to be. And that's why the primary point of Shmonesra is Bakosha. Bakosha, now's our chance to ask. But now we're speaking to Hashem who's, who's going to decide based on what we ask. So we just gave the hashtrophic background to what does it help to ask for something. What is, if Hashem knows what we need, Hashem makes decisions anyway, what does it help to ask? So we explain the two sides of, of why, why diving for someone asking somebody can help. And the next time we'll go more into the, the, the binion of Shemunesha itself and how it's built in a way to maximize the power of that request.